Greetings, everybody, and welcome to episode two of The Last Word with Big Duke. I am your host, Big Duke, and joining me as always, Adam, what's going on, my man? Nothing much, man. How's everything going with you the last week? Uh, You know what? It's been crazy since the debut episode came out of this podcast. uh, A total of 53 views in a week. That means 53 people sat there and watched us talk and bullshit for over an hour. Yeah. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. That's, that's awesome. I believe that's more than probably Devin's ever got, huh? Yeah. And uh, we even, you can even look at the listens on uh, anchor of Mm -hmm. how everyone's been listening on whatever podcast platform they do. And it's one of the higher uh, listen to podcasts we've done in a while on the network. I am on fire and hopefully episode two will bring you just as much fire uh as you can see i'm in san diego right there there's the what what is this the marriott right here yep and then what's this one it's the hyatt i i would know i would not know whatever i'm whatever whatever's downtown i'm I'm down at the bay right now of course obviously i'm in san diego and yet devin and mike are nowhere to be found yeah i mean uh I think they're going to be on to you because today it was uh, dark and cloudy and rainy all day in San Diego. So, well, when I showed up, when I showed the up, sun yeah. came out. Yeah, you let you lightened up. I the... I light up a room when there I walk go. in. There you go. <laughs> so, what's going on, man? How was your weekend? I know you talked to Devin and Mike. Uh, so, how was your weekend? Pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, really didn't do much on Saturday, and then Sunday yeah. I watched the uh, AEW pay per view, and okay, that was pretty much the extent of my weekend. There you go. There you go. Uh, I did not watch. I watched. Well, I watched clips of the AEW pay per view. Uh, I was very happy that my my boy Sky uh, yes. won that ladder match and got yes. the brass ring. He absolutely deserves it. Um, put a rocket to his ass and and shoot him up, my man. He he's he's awesome. Yeah. Um, he's a very good guy. A very good friend of mine. Um, as far as everything else, I heard everything else was good except for the dud at the end. Yeah, which they tried uh, their best to work around and try to in, work around it and try to make it better. They did okay, but at the end of the day, that's all people are going to remember from that show, unfortunately. Yeah, I think Bully Ray said it the most. I think he tweeted out saying that, you know, Vincent or Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon always says they always worry about the finish. Yep. So that's what's more important. And that's that was a finish, but I can't say anything i'm not really in the wrestling business that much anymore so hey never say never like you said last hey, week that's right never say never you never know I'm, I'm supporting my i got the hogsman t-shirt on tonight uh i'm ready to go yeah maybe you'll get a jacksonville area phone call soon i i doubt may, oh yeah maybe well maybe when devin gets down there he said he'd get me um He'd give me a look through with TK. It would actually just be Sky calling you from a hotel room just to say hi. That's all. <laughs> or Devin saying, I, they didn't book me. I'm at the airport. What do I do? I just come home. I, I got I got to Jacksonville and they wouldn't let me in the building. Turns out it was a prank. It was a prank phone call. They said I they didn't have me on the paper. I, I got confused for a minute. Yeah. Adam, do you buy stuff on eBay? I have before. Not a long time, and I'm no. sure after you tell this story, I'm probably not going to buy anything let me, in a while. No, let me tell you about this really shitty eBay seller um, that I've been dealing with here for almost three weeks now. Now, three weeks ago, 
um, I bought a card from this guy. It was a Chase Young rookie card. And when I bought it, I wanted to see where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, it said that it's coming from a small town here near, near me. It's about maybe two or three towns up. And when I bought it, I was like, Hey dude, I messaged him and said, Hey dude, um, I'm literally like 10 minutes away from you. If I buy it from you, can I just meet you and pick it up instead of you having to put it in, into the, you know, the post office. And the guy ended up, he said he moved He moved down towards the Philly area, but not to worry. I'll throw it in the mailbox. It'll be there in a day or two. That was February 24th. Today is 311. So you tell me what's going on. So I ended up having to, I've emailed this guy at least three or four different occasions to get my fucking card. And today I, I finally got eBay involved. I have not requested my, I've, I've requested a refund. I want my fucking money back. Mind you, it's like 10 bucks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's the fact that if you pay for something, you get something in return. Correct. Yeah, exactly. You get what you get, what you paid for. Yeah. That's what I was always taught in wrestling is that these people pay their hard earned money. So you go out there and you put on a show. Yeah. If I pay for a card, I want my fucking card. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I mean, I've seen, well, I can't, I, I, eh, I guess you could say that. I mean, I've seen when Devin was on a card with me, I've seen people like at the gate giving money to the doorman not yeah. to come in and watch him wrestle. Yeah, they're like, we'll give you money if you don't put him on the show. If, yeah, like we'll, you don't book him. Yeah. Like, don't even bring him out. Yeah. And if he gets in the ring, don't give him a microphone. Just, just, you send know him what? Home. We're, we're you know what show's ending at that point if you put him out there <laughs> a true dark match really true you're wrestling in the dark lights are off <laughs> fucking devin uh well this past weekend i went to well go, to go back on the ebay thing i'm still waiting on that it's whatever um i doubt i'll ever get my card that's fine i mean it's a measly 10 bucks i mean yeah. whatever but that guy's gonna get a horrible review I'm telling you that right now. And I don't know how it works on eBay, but like I know with like Airbnb, like the people that like are renting the place don't get the money until you're actually there. So I don't know right. if like the guy's already gotten your 10 bucks and. Oh, yeah. He has because I've seen it taken out of my bank account because he's, you know, I mean, it, I can understand if it was if, if I was paying for shipping, but it was yeah. free shipping. I mean, he, he took me for my money and that was it. You know, all I want is my Chase Young rookie card. That's all yeah. I want. Yeah, maybe he maybe you know, he fig- maybe he finally actually looked up who Chase Young was and he said, "I don't know if I want to sell this for ten dollars because yeah. it might be worth hey, a lot more someday." It's going to be a lot. It's going to be worth a lot of money, my man. I'm telling you right now. And speaking of cards, I went to a card show this weekend. I, I did mention it on last week's podcast. Picked up some cool stuff this weekend to add to my collection. Um, I even was at the card show, not the card show, but the card shop today when I got out of work. And in fact, I picked up. A Chase Young rookie card. Well, there you go. Now you don't need to worry about eBay anymore. No, I don't. And it's a memorabilia patch. So part of his jersey is in there. Oh, if nice. you can see. Oh, yeah. I got that bad boy. I got these two in the mail. I have to get a different um, case for them. But uh, Bryson Stott, the 2019 uh, Phillies draft pick, mm-hmm. their, their first round draft pick, got myself an autograph card, Bowman. And then I got his other bone. Nice. 
So definitely going to, I have to get a different case for this one. And then these three I picked up just because um, their value will be um, years to come from now. Number one prospect in all of baseball, Wander Franco. Yes. He is going to be phenomenal, excuse me, phenomenal for the Tampa Bay Rays. He's a, was he shortstop? Like, yeah. Shortstop. shortstop. Yeah. Uh, I had to pick that one up. That one was a good find. Um, I'm a big Josh Allen fan, as he was my quarterback on my fantasy team this past year. Mine too. So, so I ended up getting his rookie card um, through Elite. And I'm a big fan of this guy. I got a little parallel shiny card here, but Bobachette rookie card. Nice. So uh, I picked those up this past weekend, um, got some cases for them. So I was super stoked to pick all those up. I'll be adding some more stuff this weekend. There's another big card show coming up. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the old man with me and nice. we're going to go up there and, and, and enjoy it. Uh, didn't spend a lot of money, but um, hey, you got to spend money to make money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speaking of uh, spending money. Whew. Four years, $160 million. Dak Prescott staying with the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think about that? $75 million in the first year. He $75 million. He literally took Jerry Jones, bent him over the table, and gave it to him. He deserves it, man. He's, <laughs> he's, he's really good. I, I don't he understand is. why it took him so long. He actually turned down a contract last year that would have been a lot lower, and I'm surprised mm-hmm. he got more after he shattered his ankle into a million pieces. But he's going to yeah. be their their star quarterback for years to come. Like I don't I don't think the same coach is going to be coaching him in a year or two because no. Mike McCarthy is terrible as a coach. He is lives in a whole different world when it comes to offense mm-hmm. in a bad way. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad they got it done. I don't know how it, I, I always hear people talk about the cap situation in football and then stuff like the Mahomes deal happens. And then this happens where they got Zeke too and Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everyone tells me all the time that these cap situations are hell, but how are the Cowboys able to, to pull this off? You know what I mean? Like, right. It's so yeah. Crazy. I don't know that. Of course. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that, that aspect of it. I do know what uh, I think the cap this year is at 102 million, 182. Yeah. million dollars that's obviously a lot less than the i think it was almost 200 last year or the year yeah. before whatever something, it was something like that but it's a big change going into this year with the free agents that didn't get tagged or they, they didn't get franchise tagged this year um, so they'll hit the market here soon but but i mean dax contract absolutely huge but does that make them super bowl contenders for the next four to five years i don't think so because I, no. I, I, th- I think it's as simple as like the Washington team, even signing Cam Newton. I think they are still the favorites in the division at that point. Well, they have to be because their defense. Yeah, their defense, and then you know Terry McLaurin's awesome. Antonio Gibson's gonna awesome, gonna mm-hmm. take a step forward. Like, mm-hmm. I think Washington is the best team in that division right now, and all they need is a quarterback. So, right, and Ron Rivera knows Cam really well. So even if Cam is the guy for a year. I think he'll be able to make it work. Even, even now, do you now do you bring Cam in, even though you know you have a track record with Taylor Heineke coming in, who led you into into the playoffs? Um, pretty much, almost beat Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, 
almost beat them. They, they were the toughest team. If you think about it, they were the toughest team in the playoffs to give the bucks a problem. Yeah. And that's the defense. You know what I mean? So right. I, I like what I saw at a Taylor Heineke, but do we really know for certain that that wasn't one of those, you know, random guys that just has like three good games and the internet goes crazy, but then you find out he's not that good or is he a legitimate guy? Like, I feel like if you bring in a guy like Cam, it's like, well, if Cam sucks, and we could just turn to Heineke and see what we have there. Right. You can at least have a quarterback and like yeah. a, a like a like a battle in, in in training camp. Yeah. Whereas if you bring in a rookie, you're like, well, the rookie's got to play at some point. Right. So. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, we'll see what they do in the you know this up, upcoming off season here, and I know here in a, in a few minutes we're going to go through the uh, the NFL free agents and we're going to play a little game of uh, where will they end up. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. I will tell you this, though. I am super stoked right now because today I was able to get Phillies tickets. Nice. Yes, I was able to get some Phillies tickets. I ended up getting them for um, – they're actually playing the Cardinals. Um, they're coming at this – the Cardinals is the old is my old man's team. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we go down there. And we're going to, you know, um, show them what's up. And then I'm going to talk shit the entire way down and the entire way back up. I am looking forward to getting into Citizens Bank Park, having a couple two tree hot dogs, going to Chickie and Pete's, getting some fries. And maybe just maybe heading over to Phil's or Geno's or I'm sorry, not Phil's Pat's or Geno's. Yes. And getting myself a cheesesteak. There's one thing I learned in the one game that I went to a uh, Yankees and Phillies game. The Phillies fans, they love talking their shit when their team wins. We, we talk a lot of shit. Yes. And we also talk a lot of shit when they lose as well. Yeah. Well, you know, Philly fans are notoriously uh, a little upset when their teams do well or do poorly. I mean, sometimes even mm. when they do well, they get very upset. Yes. Yes. Because people like to criticize us and, We've we've went through a lot of years of torment. Oh yeah, and it's just it's just us venting our frustrations. It's it's what it really it's, is. It's, it's getting that uh, the receipts. You're getting you're giving the receipts back all the time. We, they, we, were. We, we, they were they were potating uh, potatoing us yeah. for a long time, and and now it's time to collect. Now we're sending the receipts out. There you go. And, and we do it damn well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, dude, I was super stoked to get those today. Um, going down in 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 April, they only released like the first nineteen games of the season because they, they want to see how the trek goes with the uh, yeah. with COVID. But 8,800 8, fans total in the ballpark, so I'm gonna have room to space out, extend my legs out, enjoy the game, and uh, watch the Phillies come away with the W on that beautiful Sunday afternoon down there at the bank. Some fans are better than no fans. So, yes. Did did Devin or you talk about if if he's going opening day for the Padres? And because I know in isn't California opening back up April first? Uh, they probably are, but he doesn't live down here anymore. So, oh, that's right. He's gonna have to go see like the A's or something. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, it's an hour. <laughs> it's an hour away from Frisco, and the I'm sure that ballpark in San Francisco is nice. Maybe the oh it's, yeah it's it's beautiful up there. I've been up there before. It's beautiful, but I don't know how Devin will do in the cold, especially with that that breeze coming off the bay. Yeah, I thought you were gonna I say that. I thought, I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, no, no. We'll no. save the bearing for later. Yeah, the bearing's coming later. Get your shovels ready. Uh, NFL, again, we'll go back to the NFL. Uh, franchise tags have been going out. Um, Allen Robinson got tagged. Oh, such a uh, shame. Such a that, shame. I thought he was oh. ready. I thought they were getting he was getting ready to go. That was I was hoping Washington would get him to compliment McLaurin for, for at number two. That poor guy has played with just the absolute worst quarterbacks of almost any receiver I've ever seen. He just yeah. continuously just gets shafted. And I'm just I was finally hoping that maybe he'd be able to go out and find a team to have a better quarterback with, but but nope, nope they have a he's he got tagged. Uh I I, I don't I have a list I don't have the list here of, of who got tagged but we do have a list of who did not get tagged. That's true. And we have our we have our top ten of our free agents going into the twenty twenty one season. So let's let's play a game, Adam. Where will they end up? All uh, right. Go ahead. All right. Let's start with uh, Aaron Jones, running back for the Green Bay Packers currently. Well, let's. Let's think about who needs a running back right now. Can you think of one team off the top of your head? I can head? think of so many teams. Uh, so the, many teams. The Jets need a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots could use a running back. Trying to think of teams in your division. Some of the NFC some of the NFC West teams, maybe like the Seahawks, might be moving on from Carson, so maybe they're interested. Yeah. That's you know there there's a bunch of teams that could just easily pivot off the guy they already have, but right. those are the ones off the top of my head. Uh, a couple of the, most of the AFC East teams could use a running back though. That's where I was going with. I'm I was gonna go with Miami. That's what I said too. Yeah, I think I, I I would go with Miami. I think they have a they have their cap room is a little bit bigger. They can afford the contract. Um, they can complement him with 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 Tua. Yeah, and you know Devontae Parker on the outside. Um, obviously get somebody to, to block for them. And maybe that's what they do um, in the draft or they go in when they go into the draft, they pick um, what are they? Number three this year. Yeah. So there's a plenty of wide receivers to compliment to a, so yeah. if, if I'm the dolphins, maybe I go get Jamar chase um, from LSU. You could do that. Or they could go Sewell, the offensive tackle. That's another from, option that from, you or, go from, with. From, from Oregon. Yeah. To yeah. protect his, uh, to, to protect Tua because Tua can't be running around forever. And for all we know, uh, they're the ones that end up with Deshaun Watson. So maybe you pair Deshaun Watson with Aaron yeah. Jones and then you see what happens there. Yeah, you could do that too. Now, I do know we have um, Shaq Barrett. Now, yes. he just signed, didn't he? Did he? I, I didn't see anything about him signing recently, but I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he did get a two year deal. Let me take a level check. Take a look. I, I believe he did. Um, because they didn't want to tag him, they wanted to actually get him locked up, but they didn't lock him up for long. If that's the case, it's only a two-year deal worth, but I think it was around twenty-five million dollars. He should have got a hell of a lot longer contract and a hell of a lot more money. Uh, I don't see anything about it, so it looks like he did make it to free agency. You know what? You know who I might be thinking of? Levante David. Yeah, he might be. But I, I still, I, 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 my pick with Shaq Barrett is still for him to end up back with the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, they have the most – they're going to restructure Brady's deal. Yeah. And they'll be able to sign him. Now, I thought the money should have gone to Chris Godwin. He yeah. deserves it. 
you know, playing through that, that broken finger and all that stuff. Like uh, the, the, he's probably the best receiver they have. And that's not, that's not including Mike Evans. Yeah. I've, I've always thought they should do change that uh, franchise tag up some way. It's just sometimes it becomes too like advantageous for teams to just keep guys Mm -hmm. for a lot long and end up killing their value. Like there's guys that just stay signed on the franchise tag for like Washington did that with cousins for years. They were just like, we're going to keep franchise tagging you. Yep. Why didn't you? Yeah, they did that. They did that with, uh, they did that with Sheriff, Brendan Sheriff, their guard, their, their left guard or right guard. Uh, again, playing under the franchise tag this year, gotten in a $3 million raise. If anything, now he's making 18. They hope to sign him to a, a long-term deal, but he's still young. He's 28 yeah. years old, plenty of years left on those legs. It's not like they're getting paid like nothing no. to play in the franchise tag, but it's still, you know, some of these guys want security and like, you know, of course they want to buy a house where they are like, or something like that. Like that's the one thing with athletes. Sometimes people forget like, Hey, these are people too that like, you know, have families that have to like buy a house. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to move their kid to seven different schools in five years. You know what I mean? Like, right. No, I get that. So no, I, get that. Yeah, I would, I would want some, you know, security, like you said. And I want to, yeah. if I'm going to, if I was drafted by a team, I'd want to stay with that team until yeah. it was the absolute last yeah. resort to where it's like, you know what? We ain't going anywhere. Yeah. I'm done after this year. Get rid of me. That's why I think baseball is the most, is the best sport for like, security and sting because most of the times when guys like mike trout isn't going anywhere he can set up shop and mm-hmm. for a long time i always thought he was gonna end up with the phillies that was always what Me i too. thought was gonna because you know he's a philly guy and mm-hmm. i always thought well if he ever makes it to free agency but then you know a team comes to you with 420 million you're like okay yeah i'm definitely gonna sign Cal- california's cool california's cool yeah. yeah i mean yeah i gotta pay a lot in taxes but you know what i'm good yeah, I'll exactly. come visit. I'll come visit on the off season <laughs> in my private jet. In my, yeah, I'll fly myself. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Galladay. Uh, I said I think he's going to go to the Ravens, even though the Ravens are saying they're not going to pursue no. a receiver. See, I think differently. I think what if if and, and this is where I this is what I this is how my mind works here. The Texans are not getting rid of Deshaun Watson. They're not. So if I'm the Texans ownership, I'm going to go to Deshaun. Even if he doesn't want to talk, I'm, I'll send him a voicemail or an email. Yeah, I'll do. We'll do whatever you want to make this team better. Priority number one is to get you a threat. Yeah, we'll go get Kenny Galladay for you. I think he'll end up with the Texans. I mean, that's. I, I think. I think either way, if they have the money and they're going to spend it, they can go. They can get Galladay anyway. I just, yeah. I, I just see this Watson thing. I just, I, I really think he'll choose to sit out if they don't trade him. I just don't think he wants to be there anymore. Like they yeah. signed, they signed Mark Ingram today. I'm like, I'm sure he saw really? that. and was just like, yeah, I'm just, he saw that and was probably just like, what? Like, are we signing all running backs who were like awesome in fantasy five years ago? Like, what are we doing? Like, such, they're so, they're such a weird franchise. I don't get what they're doing. So yeah, I mean, they, Sign Mark Ingram. I don't know if that's like going to be that's, something that's going to keep him around. That obviously that does not make any sense. I, I don't even care because I thought Mark Ingram going to to the Ravens at, at that time was a good fit. 
Yeah. He had that one great year, especially for fantasy purposes. That's why I picked him up. And I was like, here we go. And then here comes JK Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards and Ingram falls to the wayside. So him going to the Texans, that don't mean shit to me. Yeah. Get your money. Get your money. Exactly. And I think he made mm-hmm. like $5 million and I'm like, well, that's probably more than anyone else was going to give you anywhere else at this point. <laughs> I would have signed to sign him to the league minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we have another receiver in Will Fuller. Man, if he keeps his ass fucking clean. Yeah. You know, um, he's another person I can see, another player playing in Washington yeah. being a number two. I had kind of seen him connected to the Packers for so long. I think it's just inevitable. So if they decide they want to spend the money on him, then I've, I think that's where he's going to end up. I don't think he would command a lot of money, though. No, really? not not after not after last year the PD but the, stuff yeah the Packers are usually just so cheap though that's true they can throw you know a two-year 20 million dollar deal at him and say go out there and catch the ball yeah and I mean he, they, they could have traded for him last trade deadline but for some reason they, they didn't, want, didn't want to give up a third round pick for him or something and I'm like you might have been a much better team if you put him alongside Devontae Adams Devontae Adams or you know find it Valdez Scantling Lazard yeah. all those guys yeah yeah okay yeah, that, that, that would be a good fit. Um, I, I still think maybe hopefully Washington. Um, he's, a, he's a good number two. He could fly down the field. Um, you just, I just, we just need a quarterback that will get the ball to him. And yeah. I think Heineke can get it there. He's just going to put out – he's going to have to put a little bit more muscle behind it. Yep. So uh, who's next? Uh, Juju. Juju. New England? That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to come off super biased when I say this, but it uh, he's been connected to the Jets a lot and a lot of uh, stuff I've heard. That, uh, as he, what? As, because he's a slack guy, right? Yeah, but I guess in that offense, the San Francisco offense, he fits well because right. he, he blocks and does all that extra stuff that's really important in that kind of offense. So for whatever right. for whatever reason, I've heard him connected. Basically, every wide receiver that's available, I've heard connected to the Jets in some way because they have so much cap room and they need to get somebody for whoever the quarterback's going to be, whether it's Zach Wilson, Darnold, Watson, whoever it's going to be. Now, if if Juju is a slot, what do you the slot? What do you do with Crowder? I don't know. Is is Juju just specifically a slot guy? Like, is that that's all? That's all, that's all I've ever seen him play in the yeah. Pittsburghs. You know, with, with you had the flyer and, and Deontay Johnson on the outside, um, and then you have Claypool who emerged at the number two. Yeah, you know, I just trying to remember him with with Antonio Brown. I always feel like Antonio Brown played a lot of the slot too. Yeah, but yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know if we know what, what Juju really is because he had the one year last year where he played with mm-hmm. three, four different quarterbacks, and then his yeah. he had all those years with Brown where he looked like he was in number one, and last right. year he was just okay. He wasn't yeah. that. He was pretty good last year. I mean, he wasn't. Yeah, he was elite. But then again, he was playing with Claypool and Deontay Johnson, who are both really good receivers too. So. Right. So now you need to sit. Now, does he go somewhere to be a number one or even a number two? Um, again, I'm biased. Hey, if I'm Washington, throw the money at him. Not a lot of money because you still need to, you know, figure out what you're going to do on defense. Cause I figure, I, I think they'll let some people go on their defensive side, especially the, you know, people that were, you know, injured last year. Yeah. 
i.e. like Landon Collins. Um, but if, if Washington wants to compliment McLaurin, they need to do something. I know they did. What did they do today? They tendered um, Cam Sims, who was he came up pretty big. Yeah, he's um, he not bad. He wasn't that bad. He's a big dude, though, and, he, and, he's, and he's quick. So maybe they're trying to develop him into a number two. But you're going to need a more notable name because everyone just keys on McLaurin. Yeah, I think next year they're going to have, you know, they're going to have a full year of Logan Thomas. So that might be good mm-hmm. where now he's legit. He's a legit tight end. So that's another another receiver that they can throw out in the full. But yeah, I mean, I like Steven Sims, but I don't think he's going to be very good. Like as mm-hmm. an NFL player, I, I liked him this rookie year. I thought he was a nice sneaky guy. Yeah. Stash if you were a dynasty fantasy football player. But true. True. I don't, I don't, yeah, they definitely need a guy. I, I honestly thought Robinson probably fit in best, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things. Like if you're going to spend money on Fuller or Galladay, you have to go, okay, well, we got to get somebody else because those guys are definitely going to miss games. Correct. Fuller, Fuller always misses games. Galladay has mm-hmm. been, was hurt all last year. And then the year, a couple of years prior, he's always dinged up. Yeah. Uh, you know, people will look at his box score and say, well, he played 14 games. I was like, yeah, but in three of those games, he was, hurt coming into the game so <laughs> right but i mean you know that's that's the risk you take with these guys you got to spend money and hope it p- pans out like spending on money on receivers to me I, I don't know how you feel about this but i think the dumbest position to spend money on is running back oh I've, I've, absolutely i think running backs should have one-year deals every yeah. year yeah because you literally never like derrick henry is 26 or 27 and mm-hmm. statistically everything tells you that stay away from him. He's going to fall apart mm-hmm. in the next couple of years after back-to-back almost 400 carry seasons. But you look at him and he's like a freak and you're like, well, he maybe, maybe he's the outlier. Maybe he's the guy that doesn't break down until he's like 30. Maybe he's Adrian Peterson part two. Right. But then you get these guys like Todd Gurley, who three years ago, you were like, this guy's incredible. And now you're like, I don't even want to see him play football anymore because he's terrible. Right. Or even like Ezekiel Elliott, they gave him yeah. all that money. He held out a training camp. I ain't coming this, this, and this, they gave him a big deal. He didn't do nothing last year. Tony yeah. Pollard came, came out of nowhere. And now Zeke goes, Oh, well shit. Yeah. Where am I going to end up next? So yeah, you're either going to get the super motivated Zeke that comes into the season. Mm-hmm. who's there to prove that he's better, or you're going to get the guy who's just fine with the money he's got. And he doesn't care. Get a couple, get 15, 20 carries a game. Yeah. You know, just scratch the thousand yard mark for yeah. the season. Save himself, for, save himself for retirement, basically, is what he was pretty do. much setting, yeah. setting himself up. No, of course. Uh, Hunter Henry coming from the Chargers. I think he'll end up back on the Chargers, to be honest. I don't. Really? I don't. Who is, who is the most two tight end happy offense in the NFL? Philly? There you go. And the reason why is because they got rid of Zach Ertz. They haven't yet. Or they, well, they haven't yet, but they're, they're going, going to. to. They're, going, they're to. going to because Hunter Henry is obviously a lot younger than him. Yeah. He's not going to command a lot of money, but you also got to worry about his health. He hasn't been healthy consistently throughout his career yet. You don't think Kyle Pitts is going to make it to six in the draft? Mm, I think I would just go with I, I, I. If he's there at six, yeah, but yeah, I would. But by, I would but by then, by then you wouldn't know. Like by then, Hunter Henry's probably on the Patriots or something. Correct. So. Yeah, I mean, if if I mean, I am no Eagles fan, but a lot of 
stuff Philly Philly sports talk that I watch, like radio or, or listen to the radio or television or anything like that, or all the mock drafts, Mel Kuyper, who all those guys, you know, yeah, Kyle Pitts at six. Yeah. They need a lot more than just an offense. Oh yeah. You know, but we'll do that. When's the draft next month, right? Yeah, I think it's April. Let's we'll we'll, we'll let's let's do that. Let's do it. We'll do a a mock draft. Um, top ten picks. Who do you think is going to be what? That'll be fun to see what we both come up with. Yeah, we'll probably end up doing the same exact thing. That's true. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. If, if Pitts was there at six, and I'm Philly, yeah, I take him because then you can throw him in the slot. He'd be like Logan Thomas from Washington, or you know, uh, uh, who else? Or when um, Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Was was re- was relevant for for New uh, for New Orleans. When I when I heard people talking about how he might get drafted as receiver, Pitts, I'm like, I now even more want him as a tight end because mm-hmm. he's a freak. It's 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 like when Aaron Hernandez was before mm-hmm. he killed before he killed people, like he, when he was playing, like unstoppable. Like he's a it's a six foot six dude lining up as a receiver. Like you can throw your five eight corner on him, but he's not gonna be able to cover him. Yeah, he's built like DK Metcalf. Yeah, and they're both quick. Now I don't know what their 40 times are. I know I well, I know Metcalf's is obviously what four four, probably four three, four four. Yeah, it's very fast, yeah. But I would like to see what Pitts is. And if that's the case, oh yeah, all day. Yeah, I'll take him at six if I'm Philly. Especially I've, with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I've I've seen people like Kuiper even did a mock where the Jets were taking him at two, and I'm like, I think two's a little high for a tight end. A, but, a little bit. But I mean, if if he's as good as they say but then again it's like is that still worth it like who was who was the last tight end taken in the top five i don't think there was one i don't think so i think jeremy shockey went really early but i don't know that's what i was gonna say five that's what i was gonna say i think the last person i saw relevant within maybe say the first 10 picks yeah was probably shockey but then you look and you're like well travis kelsey didn't go in the top five so nope you can wait on tight end it's Oh, you can definitely wait on 10. There's a, there's a lot of tight ends, especially the one out of Penn state. Yeah. You know, he's, I don't know his name. I know it's a really long name like mine, but um, he's really good. You might be able to, somebody might be able to pick him up in later rounds. You know, there's plenty of tight ends that are teams backups right now. Like Goddard, Mm -hmm. like why is Goddard a backup tight end? Like let's get him in there starting. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Goddard was Goddard's good. Who's the other, who's that kid from, uh, uh, from from Dallas, Jarwin, Blake Jarwin, Blake Jarwin, yeah. You know, he was another one that came out of nowhere. Hell, even Logan Thomas, no one knew who he was. He, he was, was a quarterback, I think. Yeah, he was a quarterback in college. Yeah, you know, or even I think even high school too. So you never know where these gems. You know what? I if I was tight end, that's that would be me. Just bounce around. Just bounce around. I would, you know, I had, I have hands. I'm telling you that right now. I was, they used to call me old Velcro hands. There you go. That's, uh, you become uh, Travis Kelsey part two. You know, I used to, when I used to line up, I used to tell the quarterback, see the popcorn guy up there on 313? Throw it, throw it that way. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it. And I just fly down the field. At 4-4 four, four speed? 4-3. Four, oh, man. Wow. With pads, with pads. Tyree Kill over here. Brother, this whole we'll check tape. Did you check my little league tapes? Uh, I haven't found them yet. I've been looking. I'll I'll send them to you after okay, the show good. so you can see them. I'll I'll make a thing of it this weekend where I'll sit down and watch them. 
There you go. Then we could do a, you what you we, could, we could do a watch along next week. We could we could do a watch along, and I'd be like, "This is what I was thinking at this time. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I just yeah. did what I did." You're thinking about your popsicle that you were gonna have after the game. After my little league game? No. Yeah. Did, did you play little league? Uh, a little bit. What did you? Um, did you always get a uh, food after the game? No, I didn't get shit. No, I, I just I, get the. I had to get. I had to get the hell out of there because it was a really bad neighborhood. Oh, okay. So uh, for our little league, after every game, we would run to the concession stand, and all the players would get a a little cup of RC cola mm-hmm. and and a piece of it's a local pizza here called Nardone's Pizza, mm-hmm. and you get a little cut of it, and that would be your post game meal after every little league game. It's worth Not a bad it. deal. That's not. It's it was definitely worth it. Because then you went home and you were fine. After you hit you four, hungry. you hit four bombs. Have a slice of pizza. Go home. On a daily basis, Adam. There you go. <laughs> on a on a daily basis. You should have pursued it more. I screw when, wrestling. When, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the year, no lie. When I would already be on the all star ballot, I would I I already made the team, and we haven't even started the season yet. You sound like you were the Mike Trout of your little league. I'm telling you right now, I'm waiting for them to 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 dedicate the field to me. I, it's, I'm going to be. I'm going to. The, they're going to name the field after me. Put your jersey in the rafters. When when I when I take my dog up there to go walk the field and play catch in the, I used to. I taught. I tell them stories. I go to the scoreboard. I say, "You see that dent right there? Your old man put that dent in there when he was 12 years old. It's still there." And this is you talking to your dog. Telling your dog, yes, okay, yep, or anyone else who wants to listen. (laughs) (laughs) You say, you say that's your old man hit that to random strangers. Hey, and I have a couple eight by tens in the back pocket, a couple baseball cards. I say, This is this is what happens. I've got a best of Devin Sparks DVD. You want it? It's free, it's free. You know, here, take this to the Salvation Army. Finding them at the local thrift stores. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Uh, Adam, do you like all sports? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Do you watch hockey? No. Okay. Do you know? You, I, I I used to. You used to. Okay. Um, there's a term that gets slung around a lot called the goat. Yes. I want you to give me, off the top of your head, the top five goats in all sports. You can take all sports, baseball, mm-hmm. football, basketball, golf, hockey, cricket, badminton, whatever you want, and give me your top five. All right. Let's see. Let me think. This is all going to be off the cuff, so afterwards I'll probably yeah. regret some of these and probably say, ah, pick this one. Uh, Jordan. Okay. Uh, Derek Jeter. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. Okay. Uh, and Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. Uh, really, Allen Iverson. Just, I, because, just just because of the point guard position? It's a tough position. Yeah, he, he's so much more influential than he gets credit for. He, I think, yeah. He he there's a there's a 
great group of kids like my that were my age that played basketball back then when he was really in his prime that just were like I don't know the words inspired but like played what enjoyed basketball more because of him of course yeah and I think and I think that's gets it gets underlooked because of who he was and how he was mm-hmm. and the perception of the NBA at that time was very thuggish yeah so people try to ignore that time period like now the NBA is very much more a lot more wholesome a lot more mm-hmm. players are a lot nicer or whatever but he had that 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 attitude you know what i'm saying like that you know uh uh that you can really do anything yeah you know and that and, the, and like you said that inspired a lot of kids i know it inspired me inspired kids that i grew up with that wanted to play basketball yeah. um they would wear the jerseys while they're playing pickup games at the at the at the basketball courts you know, trying to learn his crossover and, you know, his, his fadeaway uh, jump shot. Um, but he was very influential. No, I, I think that's, that's a pretty good pick. I like the that head, one. That's the head, really good. the head, the headband too was a big thing from him. He was one of the first guys oh, I yeah. remember wearing the headband. And then I would wear it and I would look like an idiot because I'm the six foot tall white guy wearing a headband with the sleeves on your arms that say AI on it. And I'm just like, all right. All right. Now, what about Ken? Now, that that Ken Griffey one, that one threw me for a loop. Why is that? Because he he inspired a, a generation change when it came to uh, image of a ball player. Yeah, it's just an, it's just someone that came off uh, my head when we're just going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of those baseball players like Jeter that like you really it it, it really seems like he played the game clean. Didn't although did. I, I'm not a guy that cares about the steroid use. Like Barry Bonds should still be in the Hall of Fame, even though he. Mm-hmm steroids he's still a great player regardless mm. mark mcguire should still be in the hall of fame but like you know griffey was he played his ass off like he had a couple years where it looked like he was done and then he kind of came back like i don't know he, he he just he made baseball a little more appealing to younger fans i think he did baseball's biggest struggle to me still and it doesn't matter to me much anymore because i'm in my mid-30s but it's mm-hmm. baseball really struggles to get that youth like people in their younger people to enjoy their game. They're very much wrapped in their old rules or old archaic ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, well, kids want to watch this game too. So maybe if like a guy wants to flip a bat, maybe don't freak out about it. Like it's not, a, it's not that big of a deal. Right. And I think what, well, for Griffey, it all started when I, cause obviously I'm a big fan of, of Griffey, but just the way he approached the game, like you said, he was he was he was a clean athlete. He he didn't he wasn't involved in any of the steroid stuff. But I think it was the way he handled himself and the way, he, just like I am now, the way he wore his hat. I think exactly. it's yeah. that's what made me want to turn my hat around was because of him. Because watching him at a home run derby with his hat backwards. Yeah made me want to go to little league practice the next day or t-ball whatever it was at yeah. the time and turn my hat around and pretend to be him yeah and in my life yeah in my lifetime he's one of the best center fielders i've ever seen too of course and yeah. but you don't have that today yeah. with today's athlete i mean there's some that are out there you know lebron and um kobe uh yeah. when he was around you know um but you don't see that in in baseball yeah Maybe trout, maybe a little bit, but there's no athlete where you look at him and go, I want to be like him yeah. in baseball. I think that's what they're hoping Tatis becomes. I think so. Because he he kind of seems like a guy that's, 
you know, could get the youth people involved mm-hmm. and then the older fans can still appreciate how good he is. Yeah. Shortstop is one of those flashier positions. Like I, I, I want baseball to have a guy that's marketable. I really do. And a guy that's outside, like I'm a Yankees fan. So obviously like I want someone outside of New York to be marketable right. because I hate it. Cause every time a Yankee is marketable, everyone just complains. It's always the Yankees. It's always the Yankees. So yeah. A, a Padre being like the face of baseball would be really cool. I think. I think so. I think you can even start to see that now. They're 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 planting the seeds with it, especially what they're doing with the you know MLB the show, the commercials yes. that they're doing for it. It's not just you know like they used to be, especially for like Madden. They would no. just throw a couple screenshots up there, say it's in the game, and then that's it. You know, you got Tatis as a puppet doing the voiceovers with yeah. another you know what i'm saying like it's trying they're trying to attract the kids yeah. because they're trying to make baseball more fun and it is fun baseball is awesome baseball yeah. is probably my favorite sport of all time you know i'm a big i'm a big tatis fan i wish you know i mean i don't wish but i i i would love to, i would get his stuff to wear it yeah you know because he he is marketable he is very reputable and that not that's not to say I I'm a Padres fan. I I love San Diego. I lived there for 15 years. Do I follow them? Sure. I want to see how they're doing because that's who I follow when I was out there. Yeah. Of course, my team being the Phillies. Yeah. You know, but San Diego was my home. Yeah. For a long time, so of course I want to make sure, see that the Padres do good. And if I still live there, oh my God, I'd be at the ballpark every game if I could to see Tatis play because he's just that phenomenal. And baseball, and and not just baseball, but you know, kids in this generation, they need that role model. Yeah. And I firmly believe, like you're saying, Tatis is that guy. And and you know, teams on the West Coast in baseball get the shaft. Mm-hmm. So having a guy that's like, hey, stay up and watch him play, type of guy, like, yeah, that's another another good thing for baseball to have. Yeah, because this it can't all be about the East Coast teams. As much as I'm a no. fan of one, it it needs the you know you don't even know half the players on the Seattle Mariners because they're never good. And they, their games start at 10 o'clock on the East coast. No one's staying up to right. watch a right. game with the Mariners. Like if, 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 if my son wanted to watch a baseball game and he wanted to watch Tatis play, just say for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, man, watch him play. You want to be like him, be like that guy. Yeah. That's, that's who you should, you, you know, you should you know, market yourself as bust your ass like him. And you can make four hundred million dollars over, you know, thirteen years or whatever yeah. that shit is. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely crazy. So let's—I'll go with my top five, and you agree or disagree with me. Okay. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, number one, absolutely. Uh, Tom Brady. I'm going with the Yankee, but I'm not going with Jeter. I'm going with Babe Ruth. Okay. Uh, I never got to see him play, so. No, in fact, you know what? I want to. If you it, go online, it, he hit a home run here in my hometown. That's apparently the longest ever hitting ever hit. The longest home run ever hit. It happened here in Wilkes-Barre. It's in fact we sent stuff. My dad and I, when we were, I think I was just graduating high school, um, we sent stuff to Cooperstown to the baseball hall of fame and they accepted it. Now I don't know where the hell it is in the museum. That's even if they put the shit in there, but they acknowledged what we sent him. And there's actually a plaque where he hit it. And I'm going to go find it this weekend. I'm going to take a picture of it 
And so you could put it up on the podcast next week. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. It's a true story. I'm telling you right now, just go look. And if it's, it's, I fall second. I can't, I didn't get the ball there at that. Yeah. I, I hit one really long one time, but he hit one that far knowing that one day he'd expi- he'd inspire you to do the same. Yes. Augusta win. Just, yeah. just short. Weather. Can't, can't do nothing about that. Spring days. You know what I'm saying? It happens. Yep. Uh, Tiger Woods. I put okay. Tiger Woods in there for golf. I'm not a big golf guy. I'm going to get into golf though. Um, my, my dad golfs and he wants to, he wants to go out this year and I'm going to learn how to, I used to a little bit when I was in California, but I'm going to get really into it and um, join the PGA tour. Okay. Yeah. You and Devin could talk about golf. He loves golf. I'll fucking smoke him. I'll fucking smoke that. I don't care who he's. I don't, I don't care if I'm the, uh, the world's shittiest golfer. I bet you Devin is that much shittier. He probably is. <laughs> he probably cheats. Last, I bet you he cheats. Oh, I, I guarantee you he cheats motherfucker um and lastly uh i don't follow hockey but you have to go with wayne gretzky yeah he's a he's the the you know the the flag bearer yeah he's the standard in hockey yeah there was mario lemieux and ovechkin and eric lindros and messier and all those guys but gretzky was the man yeah if you if you even if you don't know hockey at all mostly everyone knows wayne gretzky oh you know gretzky even if even you don't know, the, you don't even if you don't know his stats, you know who he yeah. is. You just you even just saying just his last name, you go, oh yeah, I know who that is. Gretzky. You know, last week we had the unfortunate conversation about that piece of shit, Devin, and we talked about how we were going to, or I was going to talk about his. Um, Raising Cain story. Should I get into that right now? Absolutely, go for it. My, I don't want to because I'm only going to get mad. No, I, I got um, a I got the shovel right here. I'll pull it out. Hold on. <laughs> I now, Mike. He, I'm somewhat good with stories and remembering things, but Mike might have to correct me on certain things. But I do remember Devin hyping up raising Cain's for like weeks on end. Just weeks on end, just telling us we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. So we were on our way out to um, to Arizona, and finally, finally, we agreed. Mike and I said, you know what, Devin, we're tired of your shit. We'll go to fucking Raising Cane's. The best thing about Raising Cane's was the coleslaw. Does it? Just the coleslaw. Yeah. He hyped up the, you know what? The sauces were, were, weren't that bad either. The sauces were pretty good, but as far as the fucking chicken and the I think there were fries that came with it, I would have rather eaten a Chester's chicken from Love's Gas Station. Oh, God. In fucking whatever town we used to stop in before we, we got into Phoenix. And the entire four four and a half hour car ride home was just devin and, or not devin and i just mike and i just completely shitting on raising canes and Devin. they go hand in hand i wanted to leave him in the fucking desert 
I really did. I you would should've. rather have eaten. I would have rather eaten a dried cactus. That's what some people say <laughs> that chicken tastes like. He and every time after that, he would always joke like, "Oh, you know, we should go eat after this." Like, no, bitch, we ain't, we ain't going there anymore. I and I've never stepped foot in one again. Mike must hate it less because the one time I went out with them, drove out to them for a show, uh, that's where they went afterwards. I would have sat in a car. Yeah. That's, I would have. Starvation probably would have been better. Than, I would have. I would have. I would have. I would have eaten dirt off the ground. <laughs> it was absolutely garbage. And then there was another story that I wanted to tell um, with Devin. Uh, we might have told this story before. I don't know yet, but um, he was. They put the they put a belt on him in Arizona, which I still question that booking decision, even to this day. Um, I think I was. I think I was the champ there at the time. I might have been. I don't know. Mike could have been too because we were. Devin never got to our level. No. Mike and I were always number ones in co- in the company. Yeah. Any company we went into. Devin always rode our coattails. He, he, he just never jumped. He never grabbed the brass ring, essentially. Yeah, that's true. But they put they put some strap on him. I don't know, probably to make him feel good or something. I don't know. But um <laughs> so we were gonna we we're driving out to Arizona and I got the rental that morning. And I think we were meeting at Mike's house. Mm-hmm. And we get I get there first, obviously, because I'm an early person and I want to leave on time. And of course, Mike and I are fucking waiting for Devin. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, here comes Devin in his fucking boxcar that he's got. And uh, all right, let's go. We got to go. You know, already in a, you know, joking mood at oh dark 30 in the morning he shows up late and then he's rushing you right That's, he is, i've yeah. had that happen so many times we're like all right guys let's go i'm like devin you're 45 minutes late yeah. like where we mm-hmm. should have been going already we should have already been on the road we should have been on the eight by now yeah what the fuck you know and of course we always when we got in the car we always stopped at the gas station just to get the essentials yeah. you know road drinks and breakfast or food, whatever we wanted to get. And we were on our way to Arizona when Devin goes, Oh shit. I think I forgot something. What'd you forget? Hold on, hold on. Keep, keep going. But I got to look at my back. This motherfucker forgot the belt that he's supposed to defend that night in Arizona. So we have to turn around and drive all the way back to his house where he lived at the time, which was what San Marcos or wherever that Vista area. Yeah. And I believe his wife was pregnant at the time. Yeah. And he tried to get her to like meet us somewhere to grab it. I think she did. I think there's something worked out. But he ended, we ended up having to drive all the way back up to Vista from the 8 in, in Mission Valley. So that's turn around, go all the way back up, grab the belt, and then drive all the way back down to go out to the show. Jesus. I wanted 
to fucking kill him. And you know Mike. Mike's quiet. Mike Mike stays quiet when he's mad. Yeah. And he was quiet. I think I've seen Mike get mad once at Devin. And it was during the uh, Andy Brown interview they did a couple months ago where Mike was telling a story about how he like uh, someone shot him in the face with a paintball gun and he ended up ripping the person out of the car and it was a girl. Mm-hmm. And so Andy and Devin are like getting on him about you hit a girl, you hit a girl. And he's like, wait a fucking minute. And I just saw this look in Mike's eyes. I'd never seen. And I was, I was terrified. Oh yeah. Cause you're, it's, you're right. When people are quiet, when they get that mad, it's auto, you're automatically like, Oh shit. Things are about to get really bad. And I even think I might've been quiet, but you know, Devin, Devin's, you know, he likes to, you know, poke the bear a little bit. Oh, absolutely. So he'd be, you know, he'd, he'd, you know, poke his head up in the front and go, are you mad buddy? Like if you don't, um, Devin get in the back quiet the whole way as time goes, obviously, you know, he, he warms up, you, you warm up to him and, and then he starts with his fucking crazy stories about the tubes and tube flights from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. Breathe. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk breathe. about Devin. I don't want to talk about Devin anymore. Cause he's only going to make me mad. No, I'm kidding. I love Devin. Devin should tell some road stories, but I thought he, he, well, he really can't because they're all shitty and it's all because of him. <laughs> But in some way, it, it won't be about him. Some way, it'll be someone else's fault. Someone will, will yeah. There's always something with, with, with Devin, but Devin's, Devin's good people. He's, uh, thanks for the, he, he, he I know he, uh, um, what was it? He gave us a compliment. Well, he gave you a compliment um, for the show last week. Um, didn't say anything to me. He just complimented you. you too. Yeah, just, yeah, not as enough as, not as, not, not as much as I compliment him. <laughs> I, I I hope he knows that this is all in good fun. I'm this sure is all he, in good I'm fun, sure, man. I'm sure he does, but he tried. He he, he texted me the other day. I, I tried to I tried to call him um, back, but he didn't answer. He was getting into uh, he was going to the to the uh, to look for cards because I got him in, into the game now. Yeah, and he wanted he wanted to know what to look for, and I told him I said these are the ones you want to look for. You want to look for these types, these packs, or even if you just want to add them to your personal collection, these are the ones that I would go after. Um, but he never got back to me. So he probably got some really crappy cards. He probably got like a, you know, he probably got all his cards from the fucking 25 cent bin or some shit. Probably. Yeah. You know, he's got like a Mike, guy. He's got like a Mike Dar rookie card somewhere in there. Just ready to roll. He's probably, he's probably swimming on like Ryan Klesko Padre cards or some shit. <laughs> Adam, you want to open up some cards? Let's do it. All right, you don't have any, but I, I do. I got. I no, I know you don't care. Um, but no, <laughs> no I didn't say I didn't say I don't care. It's I don't have any cards. I got two packs right here, right now. I got these today, and they are tops. Major League Baseball, nineteen ninety two. Quick off the top of your head, who was a major rookie in nineteen ninety two? Let's find out. Who do you think? Ninety one is Chipper Jones, and um, who else? That's all I really know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't really know. Don't you have a? Let's. Uh, do you have a computer in front of oh, you? Yeah, let's can, find out. I can. I got. I got mine up right now. 
Let's see what we can find. So 1992, what were these tops, right? Tops, baseball cards. Let's look them up here. 10 most valuable. Here we go. Oh, well, 1992, uh, Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez rookie, right? Oh, wait, that's that not a rookie card. Mike Nicena rookie card. The Moose, Nolan mm-hmm. Ryan. Ryan Klesko. Oh, there you go. Jim, Jim, Jim Tomey rookie card. Um, Kirby Puckett. Uh, it says Mike Mike Piazza was a rookie in '92. It says, was he? That's what it says. Manny Ramirez rookie card. Ivan Rodriguez. I don't know if he was a rookie at that point, but no, I think he was. That was this was that would be his second year. That would be his his All Star year. Yeah. Again, you know, Griffey would be in there. Cal Ripken Jr. Um, Ricky Henderson. Um. Yeah, so I got two packs here. Let's open them out and let's open them up. And the best card that I have from these packs will decide. And one lucky winner or listener will get this card. So you better hope it's good. You might even get it. I might send it to you, Adam. Oh, wow. What an honor. You're telling me I might slip a card in of of myself in there for you. <laughs> the people ask me, "Who is this Dan guy? Uh, he's one of the best of all time. You just don't know." Him. Some, yep, I should be in the goat list that we did. Um, all right, we got Harold Reynolds, MLB, MLB Network guy, MLB Network uh, analyst, Scott Kamenicki, pitcher for the Yankees. Name sounds familiar, kind of, but uh, Damon Berryhill of the Braves. I don't know who that is. Andy Bennis of the Padres. Mm-hmm. I've heard that name. Oh, here we go. A little, a little Denny Nagel. That's a good one. Uh, Greg Anthony draft pick. Okay. Uh, do you want to do this bonus card here? We can fill this out and send it in the tops and see if they give us anything for it. Will they still do it? Will they still honor it? I don't know. We might have to send it in and figure it out. <laughs> Set that one aside. Uh, well, here's a good one. A little Jim Abbott. I don't think anyone's going to get anything from this pack. Kirk McCaskill. i send that one to Devin. Because Cheeto Cheeto Martinez, no idea. Vince Coleman, Tom Bolton, huh? No, okay. Send the one to Devin too. I'm send that. We'll send them all to Devin. Oh, uh, Mike Henneman. Okay, Mike Huff. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Ken Caminiti. Mm. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Gas to the gills. Yeah, that's that probably has a you lot to do with why we rest his soul. And I remember seeing this guy play for the Triple uh, A team of the Phillies back in the day. Uh, the Scranton Wilkesbury Red Barons. Good old Wes Chamberlain of the Phillies. We got one more pack to go. 
I'm going to figure out, we're going to decide who the best card is out of this. And again, like I said, one lucky listener or winner is going to get this card. And I'm going to get them into the card game. So, this is exciting. So make sure to send uh, money to our Venmos and we'll send mm-hmm. the card. And we'll send the card out immediately. Yep. It'll be out tomorrow. Uh, Randy Tomlin. Oh, here we go. Terry Moholland of the Phillies. Okay. That's a good that's a good one. Mark Williamson. Craig Lefferts. Oh, I thought this was a I thought this was a Griffey. I was about to run out the house. <laughs> uh, but it's not. It's a Daryl Hamilton. Thomas Howard, Ron Karkovice, send that one to Devin too. Kevin Elster, I don't know any of these people. Don Robinson. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, we have another one here. We're gonna fill out. Oh wow! And and send in. Uh, damn it. Top prospects, catchers. Oh, there's a good, there's a good one. Uh, a little Brad Osmus. Oh, okay. Up there in the corner. Um, oh, here we go. This might be the best card right here. Benito Santiago. That's a good one. That might be the winner right there. That might go to a lucky, lucky uh, uh, Tony Larusa, manager of the White Sox. White Sox right now. Uh, there's one, little Scott Ruffcorn, draft pick. Looks like a high school yearbook photo. That's probably right the only on. photo he ever had took in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> let's see, his freshman. Let me let's let's compare his freshman stats in college. Oh, he's a pitcher. I didn't, I wasn't a pitcher. I was gonna say I probably beat all those. Scott Bankhead, and last but not least. Uh, Mike Hargrove, almost former uh, manager of the Indians. Yeah, manager of the Orioles, I think, at one point, too. At one point, yeah. Yeah, so I think um, the two – what do you think? The two best cards here being uh, Benito Santiago and, and Ken Caminiti? Yeah. You know what? Two lucky listeners are going to get one of these cards. Yeah, keep that Jim Abbott one. It might be worth something. I'm going to look all these up when I'm done here. And see what see what they're worth before you send them out to people. <laughs> before you send them out to people and look like an idiot. Yeah, I think those are the only really ones that uh, really did anything. Oh, that Brad Osmus one might be worth something. But that's really about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing I have three other packs here to open up. That's true. Man, S- stay tuned. Man, oh man, we can open one more. Yeah, if you want to. All right, let's go. All right, what do you, which one do you want to do? And do 1990 score, uh, 1990 flare, or 1988 tops? Uh, let's go 1990. What or something? I don't know which 19, one, but because yeah, I in, in 1988 I will not know anyone on those cards. That's true. All right, so we're gonna open up the 1990 flare. Uh, no bubble gum in it. That's okay. Um, oh, there we go. Got a little. A little Philly sticker right there. Oh. They knew who was opening the pack. They knew. They fucking knew. All right, here we go. 
Uh, oh, dude. We're, we're in the money here. Kevin McReynolds. Okay. And here comes the big one. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. But, little Kyle Ripken. Oh, geez. That's probably actually worth something. Well, that's that's going to be worth a little something. We'll put that in the money pile right there. Uh, man, again, a little Daryl Hamilton got one from the 92 pack. Got him in 90. Must have been around a while. Uh, Frank Viola. No idea. Pat Tabler. No idea. Little Doug Jones. Huh? That's a wrestler's name. Yeah. It looks like a character from Major League. Oh, great movie. I'm going to have to go watch that now. You mentioned it. Oh, here we go. A little John Franco from the Mets there you go. back in the day, but he played for Cincinnati. Uh, 10 anniversary players of the decade. George Brett. That's a pretty good, good pack. That's a good one right there. A little, a little Ken Oberkfell. Whatever. Send that one to Devin. Yep. Devin Pyle. Uh, Mitch Gedman. Devin Pyle. He looks like a heavy set gentleman. He, uh, yeah, he's very husky. Uh, wild thing, Mitch Williams. That's it's only one wild, only one wild thing to me. Only one, only one. Uh, Dan Plesak. Oh, another MLB right. network, uh, analyst. Yep. Uh, Jack Howell, Devin Pyle, Carmen Castillo. And last but not least, Lloyd McClendon. So five. We have five cards all together. I might actually keep that Cal Ripken one because that one's probably worth money. Yeah, I would say uh, Cal Ripken cards are probably worth something. A little bit, yeah. But you never know. I might be generous with my with my cards here. But that was fun. We're going to have to do some more. Well, we have two packs for next week. Uh, I can get some more this weekend because – that's what I'm doing this weekend. Adam, what are you doing? I'm trying to think what is this weekend? Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing? Nothing at all. I my, my no. weekends are pretty uneventful. Nothing's really nothing really to do out here right now. Yeah. Everything's kind of shut down. I'm kind of waiting for the the gym to open back up. I hope the gym okay. opens back up opens back up this weekend so I can start going to the gym again. Oh, there you go. That's it's good. So yeah. long since I've been to the gym. Nice, nice. Only so yeah, many, I've, only so many hikes you can go on before you're like, I, I want to do something else. Like so many hikes, so many walks. Yeah. Um, can only walk the dog so many times. But no, I, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, I have. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to the card show on Sunday. I'm gonna take my dad with me. Uh, but on Saturday, I'm gonna do a little little DIY project. I'm very stoked about. I'm making a, uh, um, a shelf for my cards. Okay. So hopefully next week, um. I won't be in San Diego. I'll be yeah. in my house, but I'll have more of a, an aesthetic look yeah. with some baseball memorabilia that I've had over the years. My, my jersey um, in a shadow box, um, all my statistics going down. Um, so that should be good. I, I could talk about each one, you know, yeah. if you want. I'd love, to, I'd love to hear it. Whatever you'd like to tell me. It's Everyone says I'm full of shit half the time anyway, but you know what? They don't know because they've never seen me play. No. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a legend in this area. And nobody can prove you wrong because they don't live out there. So no, when I, when I walk, when I walk down the street, people go like this because they know they, Hey, they know who, who's walking. 
They know who built that little league field. With his bare Me. hands. With his with my bare hands. That's right. God damn right. Um that, no, that's all I'm doing this weekend. I'm just I'm doing that stuff. I'm going to Lowe's. So I gotta pick up some stuff. Gotta bust this shelving unit out and rebuild it and put some stain on it, hang it up, make sure it's all nice and neat, and then put the cards in there. Hopefully pick some more cards up this weekend. I got one in particular that I'm really looking for. I'm looking for a Mickey Moniac Bowman's uh, first because I feel that he's going to be the starting center fielder for the Phillies. I hope you're right. He's sitting in my minors in my Dynasty Fantasy Baseball League. I really need some outfielders to start picking oh, it up. So I need him to yeah. him be good. I think that's what I have to do on that's tomorrow the 12th. So I think Saturday, I think I have a fantasy baseball draft. I got to make sure that I think it is the 13th. Um, this is my first time doing a fantasy baseball draft. I've never done one before, but I've always done football. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty stoked on, on doing this baseball one because um, I feel like I'm more um, I'm more knowledgeable in it now um, as I've gone into baseball more um, yeah. over the last you know few years. So I think that is going to be on Saturday. Uh, yeah, man. So this weekend is going to be pretty busy. Um, thanks for doing this again, dude. This is, this is absolutely awesome. Um, I know we're, we're going over probably an hour here, huh? What are, what's our time? Uh, it's, it's about seven 30. So my time. So we've probably been going about an hour and a half at this about point. Half, about so. half, yeah. So, uh, again, thanks for, for doing this to the listeners. Thanks again for listening. Um, you can check out, uh, Mike's podcast on Wednesdays, dropping on the Hogsman podcast, YouTube channel on Apple podcasts, Spotify, anchor, all your streaming platforms. You can catch again, Mike's, um, Hogsman podcast on Wednesday. Uh, Devin's Hogsman OG podcast on Thursdays, and he's the red. He's the red and black. He's the red and black. Yeah, uh, he's trying to be cool, trying to be a rebel, but shit don't work for him. Um, <laughs> black man, I love that guy. I'm gonna have to give him a call this weekend. Um, and then obviously our podcast here, Last Word with Big Duke, drops tomorrow on YouTube and all your social, all your favorite social or some your favorite podcast platforms spotify apple podcast anywhere where you can watch it or listen to it uh next week's show who knows what's going to happen i'm trying to get a guest on because i feel like guests um not necessarily do a little bit more but they have we we can you know have a little bit more fun with it yeah um who would you want to who do you want to interview who would you who would want to be someone that you would interview yuma yuma I'll yeah. give him a call. I'll I wasn't. Call. I wasn't. I wasn't producing when the they okay. their, their original. Let me. Was. I'll. Uh, I'll give my buddy a call and see if he would like to join us for a little bit here on the okay. podcast and shoot the shit with them for for a couple minutes or so. God knows what he's doing um, right now, um, but I know he's doing doing very very well. So yeah, I'll try. I'll give him a call. See what's going on. Maybe we can get him on next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks. Let's let's push the views up to over 53 so I can beat Devin in two times in a row, two weeks in a row. That'd be pretty something, huh? Yeah. You should get Sky on too. I don't know if they're allowed, I, can, I don't know if they're allowed to do podcasts, but yeah, I don't know. I'll I can I can reach out to Sky. I can reach out to I can reach out to anybody. I can try to get anybody on here. Um if they would if they're if they're able to do it. I don't yeah. want to make anybody do, you know. Maybe we'll and if last comes if worse comes to worse, uh that's called Devin. I bring Devin on. He wants to do a card opening with you, so does he? All right. Yeah. So if 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 Yuma 
if Yuma doesn't work out, I'll call Devin, get him on here. We'll do some card openings and we'll see what happens. But he has a crazy pile here that he's getting. Good. I'm going to send him all these. So you're going to have to send me his address when we get out of here. I don't even know his address. I I think he gave it to me, but I I, it's, I lost it somewhere. Yeah, that probably that's probably the same thing that would happen to me. So he texted me at some point, but as you know, the way he texts, it's probably buried in weeks and weeks mm-hmm. and weeks of messages. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so if yeah, like I said, if, if we can't get you on, I'll definitely I can get Devin on. We'll open some cards, shoot the shit, bury him some more, and uh, have a little bit more fun with it. There we go. All right, Adam, it's been fun. Enjoy your weekend. And that is the last word.